the smaller our skill set is, the smaller our opportunities are. So if we only create in one style, then we can only work with brands who want that one style. But what if there's a really cool brand out there that you really want to work with and they want to work with you, but they have a slightly different style or a really different style, something you've never done before. You want to work with them, but you're not confident because you have never created like that before. So what happens? You have to let it go. This is your host, Dhyutama, but you can call me DJ. (laughs) And I love to inspire food photographers to dream. I spent 15 years as an architect studying buildings and constructing hospitals before taking the biggest leap of faith of my life, which was setting up a food styling and food photography business right from scratch. If you're a dreamer like me, wanting to start a new photography business, or grow your existing food photography business, jump right into a world where I share practical, actionable strategies to improve your photography skills, to work with clients, make more money, or with a fearless mindset. This is the My Food Lens Podcast, and we take you one step closer to your dreams. So let's go. So, you know, when we are starting out, one of the biggest questions or one of the first questions that come to us is, do we really have the skill to work with clients? Are we skilled enough to take up photography professionally? Right? Doesn't this happen to you? Like, has this ever crossed your mind? Am I good enough to work with clients? Now, this thought, this exact question is what stops us from pursuing our passion to work with clients because it makes us feel like, oh, I don't know everything, or maybe I'm not ready. You know, maybe I won't be able to deliver the project. Maybe I should just wait a little bit more and then set myself out in the market. Has this ever crossed your mind? It's so natural, right? I mean, it definitely crossed my mind. Am I ready to start this? But you know what? The question is really, how much knowledge or how skillful do we really need to be to work as a photographer professionally, right? How much is enough? You want to know the truth? You want to know my answer? Well, here's my answer. The answer is that we can be as skillful as we want to be to be able to work professionally, right? Do you want to know what that means? (laughs) It means that the only difference is that the smaller our skill set is, the smaller our base of clients is. And the bigger our skill set is, the bigger is the base of our clients. Do you get that? Do you understand what I mean by we can be as skillful as we want? And that doesn't stop us from being professional photographers. It does make a difference though. All right. So let's just start with something that's a really unpopular opinion. We're going to talk a lot about style and the importance of style and where it fits and whether it prepares us to be out in the market as a commercial photographer or not. So I just want to start with a very unpopular opinion. And I feel like I might be just one of the very few photographers who feels this way. So don't roll your eyes when I say this. Maybe you're with me. Maybe you have a different opinion and that's fine. But here's my take on it. I feel that there is too much emphasis on the idea of finding your style in the food photography community, especially on social media, 
right? Like everybody is talking about how to find your style. Have you found your style? What is your style, right? And I, at least I thought that that's somewhat pressurizing. Sometimes I find it a bit limiting. And it was definitely like that when I started out. And now my opinion on this topic has changed. But to some extent, I kind of also agree to this. And that is because, you know, when we start out in the beginning, the first few years of a photography journey, we are exposed to a lot of different styles of photography. I mean, so much that it can be overwhelming, it can be confusing. And for that reason, I can definitely see that pushing ourselves to identify what kind of photography resonates with us, what style of composition portrays us authentically, you know, all of that. I can definitely see that pinpointing that to ourselves helps us focus on the skills to get better at that particular style and also develop a unique voice creatively. So I can definitely see that the idea of finding your style has a huge purpose, the biggest purpose to give us a unique creative identity and make our work look like no one else's, only ours. I get that. I get that. I really feel like that's definitely not overemphasized when people talk about finding your style. But also, what happens many a times is that we are so narrowed down on that one particular style that resonates with us that we just stop playing around. We don't explore enough and we kind of box ourselves in that particular style. Oh, that's me, you know. I don't do this. This is me. I mean, we, we get really possessive about it. We get really uh, hung on it. And I get it. You know, again, we work hard to establish a style. And when we start seeing it come through in our work, we really want to protect it. We want to celebrate it. And we want to run with it. We want to go with it, right? That's great. But how does all of this really translate to client work? How does this creative, unique style translate to being a professional or a commercial food photographer? Let me ask you, do you think that having one style limits your opportunities or does it open your opportunities? What do you think? What do you think? <laughs> I'll tell you what happens, you know. By having a signature style, when we start out, we really get the confidence in our skills to be able to reach out to clients and to be able to pursue these commercial projects. What it does is that it makes us feel secure about what we can create. And that is exactly what we need when we begin a professional journey, right? We need the confidence and we need at least a certain set of skills. And that's what honing our style gets us to. Obviously, that means that we work with clients who have a similar style of photography of their brand as well. So our style of photography matches their needs. And that's how we begin to tap into the maximum potential of what that one style that we work so hard for can help us with, you know, that it can help us reach opportunities with clients and it, it can help us give shape to our photography career. So having a solid style in the beginning can help you tremendously right? So it can give you the confidence, it can match you up with the brands that you want, and it can start to give shape and a kickstart to your photography career. But now, do you want to hear the other side of this? <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling very devilish today. So I, I want to tell you the other side as well. All right. So the other side of this is that having one particular style of photography can be a bit limiting. All right. I told you it's going to be an unpopular opinion, but it's true. 
Why? Why do I say so? I say so because, like I said before, the smaller our skill set is, the smaller our opportunities are. So if we only create in one style, then we can only work with brands who want that one style. But what if there's a really cool brand out there that you really want to work with and they want to work with you, but they have a slightly different style or a really different style, something you've never done before. You want to work with them, but you're not confident because you have never created like that before. So what happens? You have to let it go. When such opportunities come where we don't feel 100% confident, we oftentimes have to let it go. And that's why sometimes it's a bit limiting. So what do you think can be a balance here? To have a style, to still work with clients, to still not lose on to opportunities. Want to hear how we can do this? All right. Let me tell you something that has worked for me and given me the opportunity to work on editorial projects like with magazines, as well as commercial projects for restaurants, hotels, as well as commercial clients who want a combination of styles. So I have a client and they own five different brands under them. And when I create for them, I have to create five unique styles for each one of them when I shoot. Gosh, all right. The fact that I'm able to switch between styles has actually helped me to develop this long lasting, deep, trustful relationship with this client. And I've been working with them for over four years now. I am their only photographer for all their markets, not only in Singapore, but all over Asia. So I work with them for their Vietnam, Philippines, Indonesia, Japan, Hong Kong all their markets. So I create five different regions and five different brands across those regions. So you can imagine the spectrum that I need to cover. And that's why I want to share with you something that has worked for me and given me these opportunities. This is my take on whether we should have one style or more style to work with clients. All right. So in my opinion, in my very humble opinion, I think we should be versatile. If we want to work with clients, we need skills that expand over a range of styles of photography. All right, so stay with me as I explain to you what I mean. So don't panic. Don't start feeling like, oh my God, I don't know all the styles. How can I go out in the market? Don't panic. Let me explain what I mean. We know that we cannot run a business without clients and to work with clients, we need to reach out to them and to reach out to them, we need to pitch to them. But the biggest hurdle in writing that pitch is knowing what to write. It's such an overwhelming process. I mean, what to look for, what to find out, what to write, what to research. The struggle of coming up with a customized pitch is real. How do we find out new information every time and create a new email every time? It's so exhausting. Well, I have compiled a free workbook for you that lists 10 questions that you need to answer before sending out any pitch so that you don't have to spend time thinking about what's important and what to write. Just fill out those questions and use that to create your pitch content. It's super easy, it's super straightforward, and it works for any pitch. You'll never be out of ideas about what to write. Download the free workbook at www.myfoodlens.com free resources or find the link to the website in the notes below.
You see, there are different styles of photography, right? Some are more similar to each other and some are very different from each other. So for example, let's say levitation photography. Levitation photography is very different from stop motion, right? And stop motion is different from regular videos and videos are very different from still life photography. So each of these are extremely distinct. And that's why we can almost segment them as a specialization in itself. You know, so people will say, I'm a videographer, or I only do stop motion, or my specialty or my forte is levitation photography. And some people like myself, I would identify still life photography with myself. So we all can almost segment ourselves and put ourselves into a certain specialization. These are so distinct, right? But for majority of us, especially like for someone who I would say someone similar to me, you know, people who are still life photographers, having the skills that cover a range of styles is important. And when I say range of styles, let me tell you what I mean. What it means is that we can work in a range of camera angles. We can work with any color. We can create different styles of light, soft, harsh, mix, dapple light. We can create any mood that the client wants. And we can shoot any food that the client wants. So majority of us who are still life photographers need to have skills that cover a range of styles. And right when I'm talking about camera angle, color, light, mood, food, it is covering a range of styles while you are still being a still life photographer. So this does not mean that you need to know how to make videos or do some kind of funky photography. What it means is that within your given range of skills, you can cover many different other styles of photography. Does that make sense? I mean, I know it can be a bit confusing. You'll be like, oh, but it's still life. Yes, it is still, still life, but you can still create so many different styles within still life. So that's what I mean. So that is my take on having a style that yes, we should definitely have a signature style. I have a signature style, which is actually quite editorial, large composition, lots of storytelling, very bright, energetic colors, and a lot of movement within the frame. That's kind of my signature style. But when I create for my clients, I barely ever create in that signature style. So what I mean is that we should definitely have a signature style because that's where we begin. But as we move forward in our professional paths, we need to start building up the repertoire of our styles so that we can actually increase our client base. We can start bringing in more opportunities and a wider network of clients. You know, actually, we can add more projects to our portfolio. Does that make sense? I mean, if not, please, if you have any questions, just send me a message later or email me later. All right. But this is a concept that we just need to wrap our head around. So I'll give you another example. You know, I remember that I was just about to sign a contract with this huge client a few years ago, and they were showing me photos of these like funky, flying in the air sushi photos. And I was just looking at it and I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> All right. And before I signed the contract, I just raised my hand and I said, is this the style you're looking for? Because I will not be able to create those. That is not my expertise. So they were like, no, 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 this is just something that we have, you know, maybe later down the line. But right now they showed me another set of photos and they said, right now, this is what we're looking for. And I was like, okay, yes, this is totally 
something that I can create for you. And we were okay and our expectations were aligned. And then we all signed the contract. But the thing is that there should be this openness between you and the client. And there should be this realness between you and the project, whether you are really skilled enough to carry on that project or to be able to fulfill that project. So never ever commit to something that is beyond your skill set because your name is always on the line, right? But also I feel like, you know, again, I'm feeling a bit devilish. So I'm going to be devil's advocate today. I'm going to tell you this, but that, this, but that. But you know, also there could be times when you have this great opportunity that comes on your door, but it involves uh, you shooting in a new style, a style that you might not have created before. So what do you do? You really want to work on that project. You know what you do? You just go and create that style on your own. See if you can sort of kind of create it, you know, just do it at home in your studio by yourself. And honestly, you'll be amazed that actually the progress in your photography knowledge with all the experience that you would have been gathering by then, you know, working with clients, it'll become easier and easier for you to adapt and to create new styles of photography. So again, as long as you practice, as long as your foundation is strong and you have a good grip on the basics of photography, as you progress, it will become easier for you to adapt to new styles of photography. So if there is something new and you are not 100% sure, just try to create it. See if you can or you, you can't, you know. I remember that once I was in a discussion with a potential client and they wanted a very specific style of harsh light for their products. Now, before we agreed to work with each other, I actually borrowed their products to see if I could achieve that specific style or not. Now, we didn't end up working together for budget reasons, but if you're ever in doubt, just do a quick practice at home or in your studio to see if you can really create what the client is asking or not. It'll save you so much trouble. It will keep the you know, lines of communication clear. And basically, you'll know going into the project what you need to deliver and whether you're skilled enough or not. So bottom line is that it's great to start with the signature style. But if you want to have a good and consistent income from food photography, it is advisable to expand your photography style. You don't have to go crazy to expand your skills over different segments of totally different styles of photography. But given your signature style or within your skill set, if you can cover a whole spectrum, then that is good enough for you to get a whole spectrum of clients as well. Again, the thing to remember here is that this whole idea of what I'm talking about, of getting a range of clients, of developing a lot of styles, is also dependent on what kind of clients do you really want to work with. If your aim is to work only with bloggers, only on cookbook deals, only on magazines, then well, having one signature style that matches this editorial scheme, it's perfect for you. You don't really have to push the envelope and try and keep creating new styles and doing that. I mean, it really depends on who you want to work with. If you want to work with a variety of clients, then definitely you require a little different approach. So the purpose of this episode today and for me to put out all these thoughts in your mind is to let you know that please don't let your style limit you. Your style is just a small segment of your photography personality, of your journey. Let your style guide you. 
Let it show you your full potential as a creative person. Let it help you build a unique identity, but then also just use it to your advantage to book clients that match your style. And then slowly start to build your range of style to suit a range of clients so that you can get the best names in your portfolio and you can get some heavy dollars in your bank account. Who doesn't want that, right? (laughs) All right. So I hope that this really helps you understand whether your current skills, your current style is holding you back or leading you to bigger opportunities. I am personally a huge believer in being versatile. I believe in having a huge spectrum of skill set so that I can cater to a range of clients and get my business to grow. So if we are setting out to work in the commercial world, I feel like just having one style can sometimes limit us. But having a style alone, our signature style, does not stop us from being versatile. You want me to say that again? So I feel like when we are setting out in the commercial world, we should have more than one style, but also having a signature style does not stop us from being versatile. Yeah. So think about that a little bit. All right. No one says that we can only have one style of photography, that we can only have one signature style. In fact, that also keeps evolving, right? No one said that if we are champions of the editorial style and large storytelling compositions, then we cannot create that very commercial single burger shot or that one smoothie shot. Well, it's all part of being a professional photographer and what our goals are. So you decide for yourself whether your current skills, whether your current style is holding you back or leading you to bigger opportunities. Like always, if you have any questions, please send me an email or DM me on Instagram. You know where to find me. Hello at myfoodlens.com or Yutama underscore myfoodlens on Instagram. And if you found this episode helpful, please, please do rate us on whichever platform that you're listening. And if you have three minutes, give us three lines of feedback on the platform that you're listening. We would be so, so, so appreciative. All right. So go work on that style. Go get those clients. All right. I'll see you next week with another episode. Bye-bye.